news you can trust. Opinions that matter. Now, Ben Fordham comments. We've got some exclusive information to share with you, and this is relating to the deaths of Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. And this will come out through the police investigation into the deaths of both of those men. Police have not revealed yet how many shots were fired from Bo Lamar Condon's service weapon, allegedly. The constable is accused of using his police gun to carry out the murders of the Sydney couple in Paddington. This morning, we can reveal how many shots were fired. The number is three. Three shots were fired. We've received information from a person who lives about 150 metres away from Jesse Baird's Paddington home. This person has security cameras located outside their house. And on Monday, February 19, just after 9.30 in the morning, three gunshots can be heard. Our source tells us they stumbled upon the footage by chance. They only checked the security camera after learning about the case through the media. The three gunshots happen in just a few seconds. There's an initial gunshot, followed by two quick shots immediately after. And we've heard the audio. The man who owns the security camera called the police straight away. Officers collected the evidence almost immediately. Now, we put this to a source last night within New South Wales Police and they told us that the three gunshots are consistent with information we've gathered so far. So, that's what happened. And the focus now is the handling of police guns after hours. It's been revealed Bo Lamar Condon stole bullets from a gun range about a fortnight before the crime. Police will allege this was so superiors would not notice any missing bullets from his Glock and magazine. According to the Daily Telegraph, when Bo Lamar Condon returned his gun to the Balmain police station, it was full. It contained the correct number of bullets. And there should be immediate action taken around how police guns are handled after hours because the accused killer cop was allowed to take it on Friday from Miranda Police Station and hand it back on Tuesday in Balmain. Have a listen to the Police Commissioner, Karen Webb. In our organisation, we have processes and procedures if officers are going to undertake duties away from their normal home command, uh, where they're given permission or they can access them and store them at, at another location with permission, etc. And even over a number of days? That's currently the case. And did he have an approved gun safe at his home? Um, I, I'm actually not aware that he does, but, but, but equally that will form part of the investigation. Are you saying that it's normal practice or accepted practice for a New South Wales police officer to take a weapon, a pistol, home without an approved gun safe? No, what I'm saying is that it could be stored at another police station, not necessarily the home command. OK, so you can store the police gun in an approved safe at home or at any other police station. So in this case, which one was it? So in this case, did he have the weapon at home or in a police station during the days between him taking the weapon from Miranda Police Station to allegedly committing the I, acts in I question? I think that level of detail will be in the um, investigation, actually. I've, again, I think there's a great deal of concern amongst the public about the safety of police weapons. Do you know the answer as to where that gun was for those days? I've been briefed on certain facts 
but as I said, it's still very much an active investigation and will form part of the brief of evidence. But it is possible for a New South Wales police officer to take a weapon home as long as they have an approved gun safe at home? Not only that it's an approved gun safe, that they've got the commander's approval. And in this case, did he have his commander's approval? If we're assuming that he had an approved gun safe at home. Do you know whether his commander oh, oh, had given that, approval? That will form part of the investigation and really that's um, in the hands of the homicide and, squad. And do you know at this stage? No, I don't. She doesn't know if the police officer had an approved gun safe at home. That's Karen Webb, the police commissioner. Jesse and Luke were killed 10 days ago. For almost a week, we've known a police gun was allegedly used and the commissioner hasn't got across the details. She's now asked the Victorian Police Commissioner, Shane Patton, to conduct a review. Commissioner, you're in charge of the New South Wales Police Force. You need to sort this out. And the ABC journalist, Sarah Ferguson, then hit Karen Webb with this. I think there are more than uh, 18,000 police officers in the state. Do you know where all their guns are? That's the purposes of, of the audit. But right now, do you know where their guns are? Well, that's the purpose of the audit. Do we know whether the alleged man in this case had taken his weapon home between shifts before? That will form part of the investigation. Was the accused man tagged as a high-risk police officer? That will form part of the investigation um, because we will look at his recruitment file, his history in the organisation, and it might even go back further than that. Are you aware that other police, whether other police had raised concerns about his behaviour? prior to these alleged events? As I said, it will form part of the investigation. But have you had a chance yourself or have you taken the time to review that file? Not yet. She hasn't reviewed the police file of the accused killer cop. Look, I know that she's got plenty going on, but the Commissioner needs to get across the details now. And there's nothing stopping her from answering these questions. They do not interfere with any police investigation. She doesn't know the answers because she hasn't asked the questions. 